Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real to real and we're ending July with another Jimmy Stewart classic. Classic question mark. Uh, The Cheyenne Social Club. Before we begin, we did say in our last episode we have How the West Was Won. However, uh, that movie, when we did a little uh, pre uh, research, it ends up being, yeah, it ends up basically being the Western version of Mad 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 World, Mm. uh, where everybody's involved with it and he's only in the movie for the first 15 minutes. And then yeah. nothing else happens. Yeah, it's so more of an ensemble thing. It's not a, yeah, that's the words I was looking for. It's not a Jimmy Stewart-ish movie. But anyway, so we are here with Cheyenne Social Club to take a look at the latter half of Jimmy Stewart's career. His mm-hmm. third to last movie. What was that, his last? Uh, Feifel Goes West in 1991. Wow, really? Yeah. Who yeah, was he, he in that? Uh, he voiced somebody there, but it was really like he... Cameo? Yeah, he... Um, no, he did a voiceover in that, but he had... Uh, it was like three, four lines, but he was heavily retired at that point. I, you know what? I've never seen it. Yeah. Because I only watched an American Tale, and yeah, when Fightful Goes West like came yeah. out, I went, no. Yeah. I didn't want to it's, see a sequel to it. I yeah. just liked the first one, and I, I was very, very staunch yeah. as a child of like. There are no cats I, I, in America. I always thought those were the two titles for the same movie. No. No, no, no different movies. No, I never two, saw two it. Two different so movies. Uh, I was that kid who, that like, great. when they came, yeah. I was such a weird child. Yeah. When they came out with an animated sequel, I refused to watch it. Yeah. I was such a, I was such that kid that was like if it's an animated sequel it it's not as good. So I so I refused to see them. It, I was that yeah, child. It was Isn't that just common sense? I guess. But but it I don't know why I had that thought. Pop cultural yeah. osmosis? I don't know. Yeah. I was a weird Usually, I was a weird little kid cuz it's John Cleese was in it too. Usually people Sorry, I'm I'm really? on a yeah, he was played Cat yeah. Wall, whoever that... I think that might have been the villain. <laughs> Probably. That sounds like an old villain name. Yeah. Yeah. Who was Wiley? Was he the dog? It was, <laughs> he was yeah. dog. It was, I mean, his last, but I mean, this one itself is really out of the elements because his more popular movies are way behind him. Mm. Um, and I really wanted to explore this movie because, I mean, it's one of those that's really... You Get know, to really, see him with a beard. Yeah, really well known, and also, yeah, there's that, there's that, and <laughs> that, and it seems like it's so sort of yeah. like out of left field for him. He was the dog. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> I don't know about I mean, it was here. I want to make a correction. It was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight to his last. But this is also uh, this is his. One of his last ones that he took a major role in, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, he still had shoot up the scenery because it's him and Henry Fonda. And this movie was produced by Gene Kelly. Yep. That Gene Kelly. Um, and it was there was one other review of this on some other uh, social network that really just said it was, yeah, that Gene Kelly. And also Shirley Jones, that Shirley Jones. I love, okay, I love Shirley Jones, so I was yeah. like super I don't excited. Know who that is. Uh, Mrs. Partridge. Partridge family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never watched it. Yeah. Uh, she was also in a lot of other uh, musicals. 
I gotta say something about this movie. Go I feel like it should have been a musical. It should have been. Yeah. There were a lot of beats where you think they're about to burst into exactly. song and they don't. She, yeah. she, I don't was in like a lot of, she was in a lot of musicals too. I believe she yep. was in, if I'm thinking of, oh, give me a second, I gotta look around. Not even because of her, because I didn't Yeah, she was in Oklahoma, she was. she was in Carousel. Like, yeah. Carousel's my favorite musical of all time. Thank you, Grandpa. So. That's why I was like, I was surprised this wasn't a musical, because she sings a lot. I feel like yeah. it probably would have held my attention better if it was, because uh, I was uh, I had to get some work done while so I... So you're thinking more they do a whole thing about the late DJ? The late the, DJ. The late DJ. Okay, now was it just me, or just the, the inflection they used when they said DJ yeah. threw you off, because it's just DJ. <clears throat> Yeah. Maybe DJ. They, maybe they yeah. wanted DJ. to avoid making it sound like he had a career going to weddings playing Wiki, Wiki, wow. <laughs> yeah. Were they even doing record scratches in 1970 so. at that point? I don't, no, think, so, I don't no. think so, no. No, according, but according to some lore, that started around when John Lovitz did High School High, and he passed his old rhinestone cowboy song up, up to the DJ, and then they started spinning the record saying, you got a great sound, you got a good idea, Holmes. Hmm. Yeah, stupid movie, but <laughs> beyond stupid movie, but really funny because Nurse Ratched's in it too. Uh, and, but, John, and John Lovitz was in uh, uh, Five Will Goes West. I yeah. just looked up, so yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, that was uh, lots of lots, a roundabout yeah, way. Geez, okay. yeah. yeah, so I mean, this is one of the last ones that he really took. You could see like Jimmy Stewart's a lot older, and oh, very. even with you know, he's sixty. That gray beard. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's he's in his early sixties at the time he was doing this, and it's noticeable. Very. In his walk. <laughs> after watching yeah. after watching the movie last night, yeah. going to work today, yeah, I came to the realization that older Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Looks like my coworker Fred. <laughs> like just like Fred has been kind of letting his beard go out, and I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, and I'm just kind of like picturing like a cowboy hat, and I was like, Jesus Christ, you look like Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Is he older too? Or? Uh, Fred's Fred's older. I don't know. He might be in his sixties. Yeah. Oh, he's he's been there forever. So. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I, I don't know if there was something wrong with me, but I just. I couldn't really care much about the movie. Well, I kind of understand where you're coming from there. Yeah. I, I felt, I mean, I, I wasn't paying 100% attention. I was, by I was the end, I spaced out totally. I really kind of hoped that there was, there was a bit more to it, I guess is where yeah. I want to go with it. Because I kind of yes. hoped that there was a little bit more of a conflict. No, there was a conflict. But I just kind of hoped so that there weak. was... Yes, it was yeah. a very weak conflict, and I kind of hoped that he kind of cared more, I guess. Because it felt like he he was a little too disattached to everything. Yeah. yeah. There was, that meant there were no stakes. Right. Well, like, and, and he was being kind of overly, like, moral, too. Oh, yeah. God. That, that like, was oh, where... Like, we that, can't have this. Oh, that, no. I kind of hoped that he would have like changed his mind about things a hell of a lot faster yeah and then that's there'd be kind, more of, conflict. kind of interesting you say that because i i, I think it should have been um sorry no yeah, sorry but yeah um well the the thing with the why i believe the conflict is weak is well you saw the conflict as being about something else but right. I, from what i saw i thought it was like okay you got his friend his motor mouth friend 
keeps telling him, oh, you're, you've changed. We've seen that kind of plot like a million times. Right. Yeah. You know, right, oh, yeah. you're going to go do something fancy or hang out with the cool kids and now you've changed, man. Yeah. And then they have to remember the person they used to be. It felt like that kind of conflict because now he inherited a thing and he wants to be a businessman, I guess. Because, yeah, and they were leaning towards that you've changed and you got to come back and find yourself thing. But yeah. then they didn't quite go exactly, there. Exactly, because yeah. there was no... You got the, sen the sense that there was absolutely no danger that he could... Um, say, flip and turn into a bloodthirsty, ruthless businessman type who doesn't care about the human cost. Right. That was yeah. where I got the conflict. I got the conflict more so that he was having a bit. The conflict I got was more of the the he had more his moral his moral stakes in it. Yeah. That's where I got a little bit of the conflict, and then the conflict with the whole uh, he killed. Um, Corey. Corey. Corey Bannister. Corey Bannister, and that's where the major conflict came from with the mm. whole he he had to defend yeah. you know himself and you know the girls essentially. Right. At that point, that's when the major conflict came in. And then once they got over that hurdle, everything was going to be okay, quote yeah. unquote. And then he finds out that oh no, there's even more of them coming. Yeah. Is and, it like a, he has to learn to be less selfish thing? I don't think it's a selfishness in my opinion. I'm not entirely his... sure he learned anything. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I really don't think he, he didn't did. Learn a damn no, thing. no, no. I, I I think it's funny you say that that they should have done it faster. I think this movie should have been a little longer. Because yeah. the reason being is I think I would have liked to see a little more build up and explain why he felt this way. Because it's, it's, like, it's explained very quickly in very quick conversations. I, well, see, I think it was... I think he stayed too long yeah. with the morality bit. It was right. too fucking long. There. I don't think yeah. the morality bit went far enough. Right, yeah. I'm, he I'm just seemed yeah. like, oh, yeah. well, back east, some people might think this would be a good thing, getting rid of the brothel. No, see, yeah. I think that that part... Is, I, personally, I think that part went on too, too far, too long. Right. Because once he got into the whole... okay. I think they they stretched the whole everybody loved him yeah. too long. Yeah. They didn't yep. need to do that too long. Yeah. They could have sped that up a little bit. Well, everyone yeah. loved the late DJ. Right. Yeah. They, they could have sped up the whole, like, love DJ, then loved him. Yeah. And then everybody disliking him. Yeah. Because he shut down the brothel, and while he was going on about the whole morality thing, well, in yeah. Texas... You know, things like that, whatever. And then he kept going on about it. Right. That's it, was it was wrong. too yeah. Yeah. long yeah. there. Yeah. I didn't feel much conviction from him. We're going to have a boarding house. We're going to have a boarding house. Saturday Saturday and, uh, uh, and males. And, yeah. and, uh, and he kept, and then he, but he kept talking about it. Yeah. It was, he got into That's, a fight about uh, it, yeah. and then he kept going on about yeah. it. It, it, days later, he kept talking about yeah. it. I feel like the... Uh, well, those girls haven't packed yet? Yeah. No. It's like, and dude, then, you're in jail right and now. And you're, you're still talking uh, about you're it. You're still on this. <laughs> so is the conflict... Did you think the conflict was supposed to be uh, rather than losing yourself in some new 
role that it was more about living in his brother's shadow or something? Yeah, yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I think it absolutely was. Maybe it's was, just yeah. a bunch of snatches of yeah. conflict kind of glued mm. together like a ball of old slivers of soap. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Rather this... Than, maybe that's why it's kind of weak. Yeah, and I think it's weak as well because this movie itself is a relic of the past at this point mm. because in the national entertainment conscious, the, um, the rural purge has already happened. And this is where a lot of TV just got wiped out. You know, Green Acres, yeah. um, Petticoat Junction, and Beverly Hillbillies, the three classic examples of TV shows that were doing really well, and then they just wiped it out. Mm-hmm. You know, to try to do other things like cop shows and all the other stuff, and you know, make room for other classic 70s TV shows. Um, even one in development that, uh, you know, you love Kaz, Holmes and Yo-Yo, mm-hmm. that started to come into play. Well, it started to be in writing at that point. Um, but I think it's just like, it's kind of a nod to people who had been growing up at this point to, uh, to Westerns. I went down two rabbit holes uh, when I was looking and researching this. And I looked up why Jimmy Stewart was into Westerns mm. and why he basically did only Westerns in the latter half of his career. Mm. And then also the history of cat houses and in, in, in the West. <laughs> he, he should have turned it into one of those cat cafes. <laughs> you know, a, a maid you know slash the weird, cat cafe. You know That's a completely thing separate thing you know altogether. The, the weird thing is, is that you know, actually like. <laughs> <laughs> he should have dressed the, had the girls dress up as cats and started a cafe. They could still live there and then he wouldn't have to be <laughs> learn the business of hooking. <laughs> Meow. It's not what I'm about. This is not my thing. It's not my deal. But I mean, I feel like it would have been maybe stronger if like he always had a dream of opening yeah. up a boarding house and right. If that that would have been something well, personal. It was, right. to, it was his dream to open uh, to be a man of property. But and he got his and, property. But that's, yeah. but so that's no still there. so weak. Like, he yeah. didn't have the like, specific why? thing in mind. Yeah, like, exactly. If he had, right. And yeah. if he had, like, a history, like, yeah. as a child. Right. Yeah. Uh, if there had been a little bit of backstory or something, yeah. a little bit of talking. Or, like, what the town loves him and then suddenly hates him. I can't feel much about it because it doesn't seem right. personal enough. Right. Like, if, why should he care? Well, I mean, no, it's, if... Perhaps he used to have social problems where he was an outcast for his whole life and he finally found a town that appreciates him right. only for it to be snatched away because he wants to close the brothel. Right. Yeah. That would be more meaningful yeah. for right. conflict. I agree. Uh, yeah. it, but there wasn't any of that. It just, <laughs> there was no real yeah. plot device in there so to just, even get me to uh, care. He yeah. just, the right. only he, thing that annoyed me was honestly was the fact that he came in kind of being all high and mighty and going in and then throwing out six women who didn't do anything to him really right. except be nice to him and he was conti- he was he seemed to be just will- willfully ignorant of the good that well i mean the good that the that the social club was doing for the town everyone likes the social club, except maybe that that first woman at the beginning. Yeah. Right? It's like, do you know where the so- the Cheyenne social club is? I never. How dare you? But the rest of the town, like the, they, I mean, things are going well. Like yeah. everyone's like they're getting not, along. Not only well. that, not only that, he shows up and gets over a thousand dollars put in his hand because of that social club. Mm-hmm. And- 
Yeah, I just wanted to uh, break at that point because I did the little math here. He had $1,110.15 yeah. in his hand. That's the money of 1867, and this is the first time that the U.S. is united in currency. Mm. Yeah. Completely. Uh, that today is $20,377.20. So they just, that guy just put 20 grand in his hand. Yeah. And he, and he has this property like scot-free. He doesn't yeah. have to pay yeah. extra for that. He right. Just, and somehow he's down to like $3 by the end of this whole thing. Yeah. He's just right. paying out money to everybody. And that's a, that's a weird part of this because you you have all the you have the hookers here, yeah. And you know they're obviously busy because the bell's oh, yeah. going off every time continually. They, every which, time they have, he tries to talk to them, like uh, some of some of that was them. really funny. Yes, it's just Jimmy's face where he's like, oh okay, like oh, just, oh, oh, oh sorry, <laughs> yeah, okay, no, that's me. sorry, I'm oh no, it's me, okay. <laughs> and then towards the end, where it's I think um, who the hell was it? I think it was Opal Ann. Opal Ann, who says something about that she's going to like. Like the uh, the one who no Pauline, the one like she gets proposed to and then her his and then the brother, brother shows up and yeah. her his brother they share okay that's their close they're, they're, they're close very close family they're very close family yeah. close family <laughs> the end where they have it they're like well yeah he's squabbling Brian. with his brother who knew <laughs> it's like I, lost it. I laughed like hell is she the meat on the skewer. Yeah. <laughs> It just reminded me of the Scrubs joke where it's like, you and I slept with the same girl, therefore we're wiener cousins. <laughs> I also, I, I gotta talk about the girls, because, well, one, they, when you first get in there, they're all wearing these weird yellow dresses. They really? all look like Belle yes. from Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Yeah. Be our special guest. Yes, and two, I don't know, I kept finding them weirdly suspicious, because they were too nice. I kept waiting for them to, like, stab him in the back or something. Well, that's the whole point of them, though. They're supposed to be nice. But I feel like it was manipulative. Of course. Like, really ham-fisted, like Mary Sue's. Well, I think the point of that, I think that's the point of the them, though, is that they were supposed to be that nice to show that legitly they're supposed to be that nice. Yeah, because, as a plot device, anyway... You're supposed to think that they're so genuinely nice that him going in and then trying to throw them out, yeah. he's ba basically, he's the bad guy for throwing these women who have been just so genuinely nice to him out that he's just like, what are you doing to them? I mean, but he is the bad guy at that I point. know. I'm, yeah. I'm just wondering if it's possible to, you know, build... Uh, what makes... When you're building sympathy for a character or a group of characters, where's the line between obviously manipulative and ham-fisted versus it works and it feels natural? You're also talking about a plot line that's written, like, at this point it was probably written in the 60s. That's why it would have worked as a musical, because yes. if right. it's a musical you can excuse weird dialogue and... right. Oh, and, perky people. <clears throat> I, I yeah. want to point out that a lot of these women were also in Elvis movies. Yeah. I could, uh, specifically, um, Pauline. Yeah. She was in uh, an Elvis movie called Roustabout, specifically. The one, Opal the one the was too. Uh, Sue Ann Langdon was, uh, was in a few. Yep. 
Um, I, I yeah, recognized a lot of, these of people were, yeah. I, I recognized a lot of people from Elvis movies, so yeah. I was just like, "You're in one, and you're in one, and you're in one." So yeah. I was just like, "Okay, I don't have this cast." Okay, yeah. So fancy casting. What Elvis in there? Musical. Yeah. Like, What's she gonna do about her liver now? Her liver. Her <laughs> liver. It, it's it's one of these things that just I've got yes. a point to is that this is a point where this is his home now, and mm -hmm. he just and this is the only place I could put this copy he, in. He should have stayed so, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the only place I could put this copy in anyway. So. <laughs> Yeah. Adam and Eve's the best part about staying at home is playing at home. And they played a lot. <laughs> Take advantage of the downside and choose any one item at 50% off. Ring the bell and go ahead and get 10 free board and busted gifts and includes six spicy movies, three-piece bonus kit, and Bone best of all, free shipping bonus. delivered discreetly to your door. Discreet. Go ahead and use our offer code, which is MTTM. That's MTTM at checkout. There's thousands of products to go ahead and choose, make you glad you're staying at home, and make it so enjoyable. Hell, even shopping for sex toys is enjoyable when you're staying at home. So, go ahead and go to adamandeve.com and use our offer code MTTM, MTTM at checkout at adamandeve.com. And, yeah, that's the only part I can look at it. Like, they're coming down, and it's like, you know, I wanted to see a musical. I was like, okay, if they had just be our guest, that would have been funny as fuck. <laughs> right? Right there, I'm like, okay, that, that Then they would be works. time travelers, right? Yeah. And I was seeing all these, I'm like, okay, John Hanlon, and first of all, he's John, which oh, is funny. There would have been, there would have been a really funny song if they had done something with bells. Yeah. They, they have missed us some real golden opportunities here, man. Should we have given a synopsis of this movie for people who aren't familiar? All right, so I mean, Cheyenne Social Club is um, a. Uh, okay. Okay, so John's a cowboy, and and so is his friend uh, who Harley. doesn't shut the fuck Harley. up. Harley said. <laughs> Harley Sullivan. This movie could also be called the ever mounting uh, bewilderment of Harley Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, John inherits the Cheyenne Social Club from his dead brother, and the late DJ. He goes to <laughs> run it, and then it turns out it's a brothel. A very popular brothel, and he's not too keen on that. Like a historical monument of the town. Oh, God, apparently like, like yeah. a 300-year-old brothel or some <laughs> shit. It's like, yeah, just keep heaping on the, um, the, uh, we love this place thing. It's like, it's a little too late on a little bit. That is thing. actually a good point to get into the history of bro brothels and brothels and cat houses of the West. And, you know, they, these were set out quite a bit around the territories, and these were absolutely more popular when there were territories and not statehoods. Mm -hmm. um, especially at the time, was one of the things that was really funny is these were propped up during the time where Utah was a much bigger area territory, and then that's the, one of the reasons why Utah looks like it has that little slit at the top. You mean the little... Uh, yeah. the little it's like, a, it's like a little Lego it's like stuck a little, on Yeah, top. it's like a little dent right there because basically oh, Utah itself uh, was run by the Mormons. Yeah, I was going to say. And it was highly big, religious. I was going to say, there's a lot of Mormons And in there. then the U.S. basically took the chunk of the territory and started, you know, 
started picking it apart, picking it apart, and then you had Wyoming, you had all the other areas, but then they put cat houses all around in order to keep the travelers happy because mostly you had men who were traveling, hence cowboys, traveling for long distance time, and before there was really an advent or use of saltpeter. I was just going to ask was, that. Yeah. It was actually still just to say, okay, you go ahead, you go see the whores, and then you just keep going on. And is it the was Grand a way Canyon to. In Utah? What's that? Grand Canyon, is that in Utah? No, that's oh. uh, that's uh, Nevada. Oh, never mind. Nevada, New Mexico area. Well, I'm sorry, Arizona, Nevada area. But um, but still, you have all this, and that was set up at least just to keep everybody happy, to keep the cowboys from going stir-crazy, mm -hmm. for they're traveling miles and miles and miles. And that's a brief history of the cat houses, and as, they, as the state started forming, people stopped going, and the railroads were the ones that gave it a little bit of popularity, but also the railroads actually killed the cat houses as they went on, because people got to go back. They could for, bring the yeah, families. Yeah, and they could bring they could bring families too, but this is a particular time where a lot of old Civil War soldiers are moving west to get out of the area too, and they don't have families either. Um, but it is interesting how everybody's kind of family oriented because you have also uh, I think it's Carrie and Virginia who are no Annie Joe, I believe who I mean, they're all kind of they all kind of all kind of blend. blend. Yeah. 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 But, what's up with Jenny. Well, the, the leader? Was just there, kind of in charge. Yeah. No, I mean, was, was there kind of a romance plot there that never went A little? I think so. Yeah. A little tiny bit. Yeah. Because um, I, I don't know what happened with that, because I do... Mm. I, did he purchase the place or give it to them or something like that? He gave it and then to he, went, he gave it to Jenny. He yeah. signed it over to Jenny because she's just kind of like the leader of the whole thing. Yeah. And then he went back to cowboying, so... Yes. Yeah. A lot of this movie kind of makes me think of cliches and stuff, but yeah, not that. Because I'm like, oh no, is this, they're going to fall in love after meeting no. yeah. in a couple of I, days. I think well, that was probably more to do with Jimmy Stewart than anything else, probably. Yeah. Because I think you said it once before, too, that he's in his 60s, and I believe at this point... Uh, Shirley Jones um, is probably in her 30s. Sure, yeah. Shirley so, Jones is, was born in 1934, so yeah, mid-30s. Yeah, yeah. so their, their age yeah. gap was probably yeah, just enough to make him go, no. Yeah. I'm so used to like romance plots shoehorned in yeah. movies, so it's well, kind of I mean, weird. It, yeah. They might have tried to, yeah. and he might have probably said no. Well, yeah, I mean, if it was John Wayne, it would have been like, okay... Yeah, he yeah. would have been fine with it. Yeah, well, I mean, from the last movie, John right? Wayne had a well, huge okay. age Pilgrim. Cap. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Pilgrim. <laughs> What's that bird's name? Pilgrim. What's your mom's name? Pilgrim. Let's <laughs> 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 play Mad Lips. Pilgrim. <laughs> Pilgrim Here's edition. my spy with my little eye, a Pilgrim. Thanks, <laughs> 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 Uh But... Yeah, this is, it's an oddity thing, but I think for, like, westerns, if you really want, and especially if you really want to wind out Jimmy Stewart's career, it's worth checking out. Mm. But it's something that I think for him, the way he had it, like, you still have some of the characteristics, but he's definitely older. Like, yes. there's the movie, um, uh, what the hell, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Yeah. You know, where he decks fellow senators 
And you can see he's swinging a punch, but he swings a few punches, and you can clearly see it's cut. It's not him. Yeah. Like it's now, it's see, almost like Dolomite. I see. Now is it just me, or was it the uh, the 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 bar fight just kind of shoehorned in here? Mm-hmm. It's like we have we're having a bar fight. Why? Because it's a western. That's what right. we do. What I want right. to know is is does there exist any western that doesn't end with a gunfight? No. No. I mean, that's just... I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of essential. That's yeah. like a convention of it. Yeah. You need to have a gunfight in a Western. I know that's probably like a romance novel without a happy ending, but... I, no, there are romance novels without a happy ending. I see where you're at with that. I see where you're at with that. They're very rare, as, as far as I've heard. So I wonder how you would conclude a Western without, if you had to do it without a gunfight. It's like a Louis L'Amour novel the, without yeah. like, like a sex like, scene in it. That, that just yeah. don't happen. Unless it was a Western romance and they concluded with a wedding. Yeah, the only thing that you that. could do to conclude with it is um, it's usually a fight because, you know, the West was generally lawless. What about a natural it, disaster? Yeah, it, okay. Well, they do have those in some Westerns, though, because yeah. they have tornadoes. Or you have, like... Tornadoes or a flash flood. Yeah, yeah or you have, like, maybe the... the, the Sharknado! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scorpion haboob! Apparently, yeah. <laughs> apparently that happens in four or five. Um, but, you know, you'd have maybe them riding towards the sunset as oh, the credits be, roll or that something. That would be after the gunfight. But, yeah, there'd still be a gunfight <laughs> there, yeah. yeah. I just think, you know, for this yeah. movie itself, I mean, you know, what was lacking is, yeah, it was very much thrown together and... I'd say maybe, uh, what was it that this was under? Um, produced by Cinema Center Films, and I'd say really it's just because Gene Kelly had something that he needed to say. Mm. Like, there, there's not much more than this. I mean, Henry... What the hell was he saying? Yeah, I mean, just like, you know, Gene Kelly probably had, you know, he produced it. So he funded it, and, you know, it, it was... And James Lee Barrett, who wrote the movie, um, you know, they had just something to say, and they're like, okay, let's just, let's put this on. And there's funny stuff that goes on here, like with, um, you know, Jenny, who's like, you know, everybody was the late DJ's favorite. (laughs) And, you know, it's like, oh, I was DJ's favorite. I'm like, yeah, I can piece together exactly what's going on. Makes you wonder what DJ died of. (laughs) Right. Syphilis. Yeah. 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 We kept Heavily untreated syphilis. Doesn't that mean you could get all deranged and shit? Sometimes, Uh, yeah. I can, yeah. 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 So... um, but they at this point, but well, maybe not in the West, but at that point in the seventies, they they find a they found a yeah. a cure for it. Well, in the seventies, yes, yeah. but you know, no, you're talking about eighteen sixty seven. No, yeah. yeah, back then I would think <laughs> he'd go crazy, and that would, might ruin his yeah. reputation in the town. Uh, yeah, right. or, I feel, didn't they say or, he got murdered though? Oh, I don't know. Uh, that no, I don't remember. Think so no. I don't think so, but he... Oh, yeah, he um, was killed in war, yeah. I think. Oh. The war down oh, in Georgia, okay. so it's way, way off. But there is some Wait, funny... Yeah. Now, oh, man. Does that mean he was a Confederate? No, not no, necessarily. Is this, was this the South? Yeah. The war, no, Wyoming, no. Wyoming. Oh, never mind. No. Uh, for no, some he reason, because Texas yeah. kept coming up, I kept picturing... They weren't, in, they weren't involved in the, in the Civil War. Uh. Well, that's that much, but 
Um, it was mostly, you know, what we know. Well, remember, Texas they kept, was remember, involved, they kept talking about how don't tell anybody I'm a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah but the, the, the Republicans and the Democrats were switched. They were swapped. Yeah, they, were, they had yeah. swapped. Yeah. Yes, I know. Back, yeah, yeah, back, that in, was, that time, back in that it's time. It's opposite day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, if only they knew. If only they knew <laughs> now. And like, you see that and like, uh, I kept thinking about that too. God. I was like, oh, that's right. Remember, they were swapped. And then yeah. I'm thinking, oh man, if it's 1867 and you were a Democrat, that means you must have supported slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I lose. There's a loss of sympathy. You yeah. lose 10 sympathy points. Well, it depends on yeah. where you're from, though. Yeah, it, depend, it also depends on what part of Texas you're from, too. That's also true. Yeah, because areas of Texas didn't tell the people that the slaves were freed yet by federal yeah, they, mandate. They figured they didn't need to know that. Just Yeah, to, they just kind of let that it What's that got to do with supporting the party that supports slavery? Yeah, uh, because they didn't, um, some Democrats didn't, you know, didn't like it, some did, and I don't want to get political on it, but generally it's mostly part, but... Some areas of Texas, you know, that some people who owned slaves after the Civil War decided that they didn't want to tell people, they didn't want to tell their slaves that they were freed by federal law. They just kind of just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. And, you know, which is why you have the holiday of Juneteenth now. Because that's yeah. when the last slaves are freed. Like, America's never been great. Yeah. Just going to put that out there. Yeah. Never been 100%. Yeah. Humanity's uh, never been 100% crazy. Yeah, no, no, let's call that what it is. But there is some funny stuff, you know, like I, I like particularly where <laughs> Jimmy Stewart job stops Henry Fonda. You tell me that story, like, with the yes. random story about a, a woman who got paid to, to take her shoes off. Because she had three toes on one foot. Now, you told me that story. Three times now. Yeah, I didn't mind it for the first hundred miles, but you've been talking for a thousand miles. Yeah, the first couple of minutes of this movie is just this guy just talking. Rambling. He just talks and, just and like, keeps if, talking. Oh, I, I think he's got some kind of neurological thing where if he doesn't talk, he'll just kind of die. And Dan, Dan's watching <laughs> like this and he's like, Dude, why hasn't he up. just told him to shut up yet? He just hasn't told him, he just keeps talking. So nice. Well, I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> no, I know. Like, really, like, They've been you, friends or whatever for like 10 years. Yeah, but when they're talking... Uh, and when they're, then that would probably be enough familiarity to be they're trekking, say, shut the fuck up. Yeah, they're trekking through the snow, and you see Jimmy Stewart's face. It's like, <laughs> yes, like, I can't say it yet. <laughs> I know it would be nice. It was just so funny, because then he, he finally turns and just tells him to shut up. He's just like, why haven't you told me? And he's just like... Just, you couldn't get a word in this guy. Just couldn't get a word in. Like, you just kept talking, and he's like, "Oh, that's a brilliant line." You've been talking for a thousand miles. Let's avoid dry mouth. Like, <laughs> like, I think right? traveling in that kind of climate, right, you yeah. want to conserve water. And they're through many different climates. Yeah, too, they went really? through. Like, yeah. I kept looking, going, "Dear God, they they've just been walking and walking and walking." Uh, it's like they're just in the rain, just miserable. Yeah. Just yep, this yeah. is what it is. Now, there's a lot of shoehorn stuff here. Also, like, what's what's your opinion on Corey Bannister? He deserves what he gets. Well, yes, yeah, but he, I mean, he, he also what he get and. It's just a fun name, like the the bad guy's name is Corey. Yeah. I just don't know why, but I find that funny. Are you thinking yeah. of like new kids from the block? 
I'm thinking of I'm thinking Corey that lives upstairs. Oh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a threatening name. No. No, but I think he was like shoehorned in where he's like he's getting this free steak and everybody loves him. He sits down and goes, I don't like you. <laughs> like, oh, that's like, a shame. What 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 happened? Like you run that whorehouse and okay, no, let's just go through the the great part of it. Jimmy Stewart can't say whore. No, that was so funny. Like that, he attempts several times and it oh, just doesn't happen. He, he just starts to try to say it and then stops and I'm like, oh, this is great. That's a whore. Oh, I want to... I'm Peggy Hill trying to, trying to say vagina. Penis. 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 Oh, happiness. <laughs> Uh, I went through a more innocent thing. There was a, a plot in a few episodes of Happy Days where Fonzie can't say that he was wrong. So where he does it, he goes, Richie, you know, I was rude. I was rude. Oh, Fonzie, you're admitting that you're wrong. And then he snap looks like, you know, he's like, oh, Fonzie, we were both rude. Like, okay, no, you know, I was rude. And, you know, and I got this, and it was this similar idea because the way Henry Winkler is now, he's kind of like the way Jimmy Stewart was. And, you know, I'm like, oh, it's like, oh, you're such a nice man. And, you know, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm like, oh, just whore. I, and then, you know, through this, I mean, and again, if you like westerns and you're really, if you're a completionist, like, there's going to be a chance I possibly will go try to go through all of Jimmy Stewart's films. Yeah. Back from the 30s all the way down, where he pretty much did, on average, one or two movies a year. Mm-hmm. It just constantly worked all the way through until the 70s. And just doing bits in here and there and all that. And so he was still fundamentally very well paid, and you know he obviously was very wealthy and remembered, but some of them, some of them are not... Great, and you know, like the uh, the uh, Glenn Miller story. It's just, it's just a guy who did some things and then he died. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it because it's like okay, stuff happens and then he's gone. I'm like, and then the credits roll. I'm like, that happens. It's like that's what? a thing. All right then. Yeah, and it's just like you know, I'm glad we did it. And I mean, no offense, we. They'd love having y'all. But we're glad we did this one ourselves to just spare the burden. It was also kind of weird yeah, yeah. seeing it's since he was playing an actual person, like, yeah, <clears throat> like a historical person. It was kind of harder to you because you you can't help but see Jimmy Stewart at first, so you can. But then then you get past that and you're like into the story, and but the, the, if he was playing a a real person, like... I then, read the Wikipedia. That's yeah. harder to forget that I, there's an actor playing. I, I read the Wikipedia on it, and it's like, okay, so, he okay, there's a guy, and he, he did some stuff, and, and then, okay, then he, he married that, okay, and then he went to World War Two or World War One or whatever. World War Two, yeah. World War Two, and then he never came back. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's there's some that are misses, and I mean, this particular movie, Cheyenne Social Club, is good to look at and look at his demeanor and look at him as an older person. Right. But it's 
odd and you know yeah, Jimmy it's, it's a weird movie yeah. I didn't, I I wouldn't didn't call dislike it, it. Yeah. I wouldn't but, call it great but I did yeah. enjoy it I had fun yeah. with it I, I had fun with this one if you if you bring people it in was silly and watch it or like okay yeah. we're gonna watch a silly one and then MST3K it right yeah or something and plus you know soon when we get to fantasy casting which we we will rip this apart because I have a few ideas um, yeah, I kept making inappropriate handy jokes. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He made it, I, I think you know what, yeah. the truth of the matter is. You know what made this movie for me? Yeah. Henry Fonda. Yeah. <laughs> Henry Fonda made yeah. this movie yeah. for me. The, the, yeah. the increasing yeah. bewilderment yeah. of Harley of he, Harley Sullivan. To me, he was really funny. Yeah. Like every time he showed up. He made me laugh. Yeah, how he so, can remember all the hookers and how he's sleeping with all of them. Yeah, so he just he's just sampling the goods. Yeah, like, he's just, just going, going through. through. Like, I like you, hope all the hand he goes kisses Paula and then yeah. goes through the other. Like, okay, he's just it, it, like I said, he's sampling the goods, just yeah. making sure they're all working properly. That's all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything's just oiled. <laughs> And, you know, yeah, just, just making sure all good. It is weird to see him, like, with a beard and then without a beard. Yes. And it took a few moments. I'm like, wait, who's who's she shaving? Oh. Oh, it's him. Yeah. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, he's cleaned up. Oh, yeah. okay. There we go. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's me every time he showed up, I was like, okay, he's, he's funny. All right. And every time the two of them are together and talking, it's just like, okay. And... He kept trying to tell him, like, dude, this is a bad idea. Don't, don't do this. And then he does it, and he's like, dude, I told you it was a bad idea. Like, this is what happens. You never you listen to me. You don't listen to me, and then you do the thing, and then you get, you get in trouble when you do the thing, and then you, you see, I told you not to do the thing, and you did it, and see, this is what happens. Just, <laughs> now everybody in town and hates nobody, you. nobody likes you now, and see what I told you? You don't listen. And yeah, and you yeah. tell them that they can pack up and move out. It's like they made you breakfast, you someday. Basically, yeah. they made you food, yeah. and this is what happens. It's like yeah. you see that pile of scrambled eggs on Turn, the table there. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, they turned they turned down the bed. They make everything, and there, there's a thing. I think he had sex with one of them. Yes, yes, he did. It's very, very implied that he had uh, yeah, like, he had relations with one of them. Pa- uh, Pauline, the pa- one with the uh, no, with the, the, liver li- the liver issue, where it turns out, of course, it was just too tight. <laughs> the giggle, the, the smirk the on his face. <laughs> I feel like they giggled way too much when they first showed up. It's like, is this a parody? Uh, something about it felt like a it's, parody, I think but it it's, wasn't. I think it's supposed to imply that women are kind of dumb. Yeah, that's I what think, I mean. It's like a weird stereotype thing. It's a stereotype. They're, they're or, playing it straight. And or that maybe they seemed, were, or maybe the girls were playing it up because that's what people yeah, who come to the, to the cat house would expect. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's why it kind of made me. I, I felt like, oh god, this seems so manipulative. Not, I mean, what are you gonna do when your home's threatened? Of course, you're gonna resort to that. But it just yeah. made me kind of feel like. They're being kind of fake, but that's I understand like the job. why. But it's kind of part of the job. I yeah, think. Right, no, I just yeah. I feel yeah, like if only we did have seen a little more of them yeah. being being natural. Yeah, it, not yeah. like cartoon characters. I, I, thought, I thought they were all hilarious. I, just, I, like, I love. I actually. Or really, just go full. Cartoon I love them. And burst yeah. into song. Uh, yes, I would have liked. I, I honestly would have yeah. liked to see more of the girls. Period. Yeah. Not like that. Gross. Hey, what the fuck? I don't even care. I know what you mean, though. 
I get, I get um, where you're going. It's like, yeah, I get it. they needed to be... They, I think they needed to be more centralized characters, yes. honestly. Yeah. But they're, they're more... They're Like a harem anime? Maybe. Why not? Now picture a harem anime, but with Jimmy Stewart as the protagonist. Can't. I can't. It's just anime, but as a cartoon, I don't even know. I'm okay. trying to think about it. Somebody draw anime Jimmy Stewart, please. Yeah, do it. Please. Anime. Oh my god. Oh, I guess my. I could, but I, I'm not. Oh, I'm, just picturing, I'm just picturing the harem anime, but the the main male character's into it, and he's played by uh, Fonda. <laughs> there, there had. To I can. Be. I weirdly enough, I can picture that. Yep. Yeah. There had to be some animation or something and drawn together where they did a Jimmy Stewart-esque thing. I, I mean, they, probably. They did a, yeah. a pimp plot. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they did. Oh, <laughs> All right. So I've been I know there was a Jimmy Stewart kind of joke in Beavis and Butthead. In the Christmas episode? Oh, oh yeah. They did do it's, they, a they, it's a Wonderful Life. Life. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. ended up pushing him off the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting he was in It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, that's, that, 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 is, that is one of his biggest, most memorable movies. I mean, when you look up Jimmy's... It was Jimmy's, like a flop when it came out, It right? was, yeah. yeah it was. But it's a huge cult classic because of TV. Yeah. And, you know, so, I mean, that's one of those I was going to put on the list, but it's like one of those that, that that's that's been tread ground so much. Right. You know, that's just, yeah. I think, you know, some of the others would be interesting to look at. It can't be, I mean, I, it, I think personally I had a really rough, some rough parts with this, but it's... Starting it with Harvey might have been a little bit of a mistake because everything else is <laughs> just, just like his dim in the sort background. Of comparing it yes. to Harvey and, and there's others that are like Shopper on the Corner is absolutely yes. awesome and you know so many others that we've done. His performance in Rope is amazing. I love that movie. Uh, Rope is so good. Uh, Rope, Rope, I don't yeah. think anything. Com- I think I can't yeah. compare anything else to Rope because Rope is like my standard now for him yeah. which is so yeah, funny because I would never have thought that and my and still my only issue with rope is it, it it takes a little bit longer than that to strangle somebody yeah, yeah. don't ask yeah. me how, yeah. don't ask me yeah. how I know yeah. <laughs> yeah and that and common uh, sense want to hear want to hear something really really funny mm-hmm. I have never seen it's a wonderful life all the way through same neither have I I've only ever seen it. Yeah. I've seen it in bits and pieces, and I've only ever really seen like the back end of it. I've never, never seen the beginning. Yeah. I've never seen. Um, I only know Clarence because of cultural osmosis, and I've only really ever seen like maybe the last twenty minutes of the movie. I, yeah. I've never actually seen it all the way through. I always kind of hated it until I read an explanation of what it means. Right. I like all the parodies of that. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, I've seen, like, look, a lot every of... t- teacher says every time something happens, an angel gets its wings. Your teacher's a bum. <laughs> like, you know. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Daddy, daddy, teacher says whenever a gas cap is found, a danger gets his wings. Yeah, your teacher's full of snot. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best parody was Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Because the angel wants them oh, to kill the, themselves. Yeah, he's yeah. The the trying to convince yeah. them to, to never not be born. To jump yeah. off the bridge. And just showing them how much better the world would be without them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
that's just some fucked up shit. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's hilarious. But they're, yeah. it's like they're Daria so oblivious. Has, Daria has friends. Uh, pr- uh, principal. What's his name? He, like, still has his hair, and he's not Nick all Digger. stressed out. Yeah. Wow. Nick 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 her. Her. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, and, That's and, just some fucked up shit. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. a very fucked up thing. And I mean, so, I mean, we close up on Jimmy Stewart. We're going to get the fantasy casting in a little bit, but there's so many really good things that, um, you know, that people really have to, you know, check out. You know, really, dude, because, you know, one of the big surprises this month was Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Yeah. yeah. And that, that, that is, was a surprise. I really yeah, liked that movie. I actually looked to try to get a movie poster of that uh, at some point because I really want to watch that a couple times through it's again. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Really That's good. one of those movies, if I spotted it at like Yard Sale or, or a Flea Market or something, I'm grabbing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a good me too. Pick. Me too. It's yeah, like I'll grab the DVD and put it in the shelf over there, and you and know, never watch I it never again watch on it, a DVD. But I have it. But we'll have it. We'll own it. <laughs> we'll never watch it on DVD again. <laughs> but it'll be there because we'll stream it. But yeah, yeah. But it'll be there in case it'll they be ever there. change it. It'll yep. be there, you know, because yeah. Oh man. They can't change physical media. No, no, no. So, I mean, there there will be at some point a pilgrimage to Indiana, Pennsylvania. Indeed. Janie, we hope, we're, we're going to hold that. That will yes, happen. Yes, I want to That go. will happen. Um, we want to thank as well as I want to. That, it's not that huge of a trip from here. It's like eight and a half hours. It's not yeah. bad. We well, do like an overnight thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's doable. We can do that. Yeah, yeah we've, we've done that. We've done that. Yeah. <laughs> we should make stops along the way and make it like a real road trip. Really? Yes. Yeah. Or else, yeah. why not take a plane? Yeah, we want to thank as well. We want to thank Janie McCurgan who came on last episode and was a fantastic guest. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely fantastic guest. And you know, there'll never be another Jimmy Stewart personally who you know will they'll never ever ever be someone to his likeness. But you know, we will be able to try to manipulate it and see if there's somebody who could be the John O'Hanlon role in fantasy casting. So we're going to tell you a little bit about 4041 Media, and we'll be right back. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's animal shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And I told you we'd come back. <laughs> we always <All> do. Right. <laughs> yeah, I told you we'd come back, but you didn't believe me. Why didn't you believe me? <laughs> Did your right. grandmother suck eggs? I gotta go ahead and start with fantasy casting, and I have one I've had on my mind for a little while. Uh, Henry Fonda replacing him with... Oh, God, I cannot remember his fucking name. Um, shoot, my, bra- my brain's going dead. But oh, I'll just go with the character. Replacing him with Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> 
Somebody uh, please tell me the actor. Danny Pedro, right? Uh, thank you. God, what was it? Thank you. It took me a second too. It was just like, no, I can see him. <laughs> yeah, I see the man. <laughs> just I eat trash. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you you're gonna see hit... horse. Exactly. Horse. Exactly. So you went ahead and you had this really good house. You went ahead and came from Texas. I rode along with you because I wanted to find a pack of wild horse. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Like, oh, 22, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How does this change the movie? Nope. Not it doesn't, a, not doesn't change thing. it very much, but he does wander around the uh, the social club talking, about his, talking about his magnum dong. Talking <laughs> <laughs> his magnum dong and probably climbing out of the couches. Yeah. Oh god, he's hiding in the couch to see some action. Yeah. <laughs> it does it for me. <laughs> I have various ideas as I watch, but I don't... Um, I don't know what I go with because I'm. I kept thinking, "Hey, Beauty and the Beast, ha!" Huh? And then when when her name turned out to be Jenny, I just kept thinking Forrest Gump. Jenny. <laughs> he kept saying it too. He kept going Jenny. Oh, it's Jenny. Jenny. I've never seen that movie all the way through, so I can't really make any jokes uh, about it. Oh, oh, he can't. He's seen the movie. No, he can freaking quote that. I've movie. seen it hundreds of times. Yeah. <laughs> It just it was one of those movies I just have on in the background when I was doing whatever, so I've seen Forrest Gump hundreds of times. I can I could put a little bit in there. Are you thinking Tom Hanks? Oh yeah, that that was a joke I made, like, hey, what if it's Tom Hanks? But it probably wouldn't change anything. But no, if it was Forrest Gump. It would be Forrest Gump. That yeah. would be that illegal. I don't know, I can't make any jokes. I can I don't know that. Please go ahead, I will fill in for you. <laughs> okay. Not happen. Oh, um, and then I was also, let's see, uh, was Dolomite a pimp? Yeah, eventually yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a pimp, actually, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, so, let's go with, like, Dolomite. 13 and 8. Okay. That's wait. 21. Yeah! <laughs> Drinking age. So, um, so... Now all the all his girls know karate. Ooh, search, you know. And they fight bad guys. <laughs> and sometimes the boom mic gets involved, but the boom yeah. mic is a client of the brothel. <laughs> the boom mic just likes to, you know. He likes to watch. The boom mic takes out one of the, uh, the uh, one of the banisters. Just takes a curry <laughs> The boom mic has a fantasy about being a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I can't remember enough about Dolomite to make more. What, what if it's something of Jimmy Plot. Stewart playing oh Dolomite? Yeah, the opposite just, of this. But if it's Jimmy oh Stewart playing Dolomite, and there's a scene where he's talking about his pimp hand. <laughs> oh, this is you my pimp go hand. ahead and talk about my pimp hand. <laughs> and this, what you're going to do, I'm going to shut this down and make this a moral Republican establishment. What? <laughs> I would just... Uh, I'm very sorry, Janie. But, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, like Jimmy Stewart and Dolomite. What? How did did Dolomite use karate or? No, he, he, he girls were trained. Yes, they did. Jimmy Stewart talking about his pimp hand. Just somewhere, somewhere, yeah. Janie's just gonna shiver up her spine. Doesn't know why. <laughs> um, but uh. So I'm not sure how what changes about the well the plot would completely change because Dolomite would be all down with the brothel. Yeah. Well, he'd get he'd get out, yeah get out of jail in Texas and go to the Wyoming territory. Yeah, he'd yeah. be down with that. So 
I guess if they would just fight bad guys. Yeah, yeah. Ban yeah. Like Bannister would yeah. be a bad guy, and then I'd it would just be Dolomite in, in the and, West. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd have basically like you know you have so the one of the parts of um, of Dolomite you probably have Bannister take over the Cheyenne Social Club, and he'd take it back, take the money back that he got, and then he owns the club, mm. which is what happened in Dolomite. Mm -hmm. Where he just walked in and there was the club owner, so he walked in, took the money out of the safe, and he owned the club now. Since it's 1867, I wonder if they'd be fighting off racist assholes that don't uh, want them to get a foothold in the town or something. Yeah. Well, why not? That it worked in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> so now it's Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Basically, what I was Dolomite. Too. <laughs> Dolomite in the West is turns into Blazing Saddles. Oh, dear. You know these people. Morons. They're idiots. <laughs> but more than anything, I feel like the movie should be a musical. What if yes. it was a Dolomite musical in oh, the God. West? Uh, and then he stops to do his spoken word slam poetry or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Stand up, I think. Yeah, it basically Type five. Yeah, Rudy Ray Moore just started doing it with the with the crew and he started um doing, well, he did it in the movie too, but, you know, he, he started doing stand-up with the movie, uh, with the crew, and then they just sort of filmed one of them, and then they just left it in the plot. Jeez. I, I mean, it's, I think that was, like, Dolomite was, like, episode nine of Movie Theater Time Machine, so you can go back in the way, like, Bob, <laughs> Kaz, and myself just ripped it apart. <laughs> Um, and that was the, uh... Yeah, see, slam yeah. poetry just puts yeah. me back in the mind of Fritz the Cat, and I'm just kind of oh. like, eh. Ooh, Oof. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we got it also. Uh... I can't really think of, like, the, the, like, the casting yeah. just worked. Yeah. I would have liked to see more of, um, the owner of... Uh, the owner of the the restaurant across the street, the the, yeah, the, the I would bigger like to lady see more of her. Yeah. that was oh, like yeah. that was just yeah. basically throwing hey, herself. How y'all doing? Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I would. This movie just made me think of the episode of The Simpsons with the burlesque house, and I just was like, damn, I kind of would rather be watching that. Mm. That had musical numbers in yeah. it. Maybe that's I would have liked to, this to be a musical. I would have yeah. really liked this to be a musical. Me and, too. and then you have Abe Simpson show up, put his hat down, <laughs> see Bart, pick it back up, walk out, <laughs> animate your name that, Bart? put it on the internet. <laughs> Which was the style at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorite gifts. It is the good gift of, of Abe just walking in and I, walking right out. See, yeah. now, <laughs> now that you gave me like the idea of this being like a freaking... Uh, old man yells uh, harem anime I kind of oh. want this to be a harem anime yeah <laughs> would there be any like hmm cause I know sometimes they have fantasy or sci-fi elements like uh what wasn't Tenchi Muyo kind of one of those there or? were there were space cops yeah. and, and aliens or was that more of like a love quadrant that was I a that was a love one but they they did have like fantasy shit involved too yeah it was a lot of there's all these women inexplicably attracted to Tenchi oh my god you know what I just thought of something uh, instead of Jenny we replace her with with Roger Smith as the madam there the madam go. costume and then all the hookers are also Roger Smith changing costumes there we go yeah. light speed yeah <laughs> yeah do you know what I'm talking about no I know Roger uh, American Dad oh yeah there was the alien from America. Oh, okay, Dad. crap. Because there was an episode where his character was a brothel madam. Yes, yes. and yes, there was. And it was part of his part of his character that he could run really fast in different areas. 
And then he's so, always doing costumes and shit. And then it turns out he didn't know he was one of his costume characters or something. Yeah, yeah. Shit like that. Every one of you has a character I can't see. Ah, shit. Serious? Correct. There, so... Still not. I'll, I'll do one here. The, oh, yeah, this one flops. Yeah. The, I just saw... So, when you said that, too, I just pictured it like the bell keeps ringing and <laughs> he just keeps going back. <laughs> oh, oh, I want to talk to all you girls. Sorry, that's me. I'm sorry, I gotta go. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. So <laughs> Jimmy doesn't realize, uh, and John O'Hanlon re- doesn't realize he's talking to one person. So instead of Dolomite, would Stan have inherited the the uh, brothel? Because he'd have a moral quandary over that. <laughs> but then he would get to know the yeah. the hookers and be like, well, they're good people and they're not hurting anybody. Well, they're all fine. Who cares? <laughs> and then he gets to gets then he gets to be in a gunfight and Stan is all happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I shot somebody what, today. <laughs> yeah. So where does the, Patrick um, Stewart show up? <laughs> <laughs> a, respo- my, a club of responsible cocaine users. Uh, my, Would you mind shutting the doors, Seth? You see, my favorite um, uh, my my favorite Patrick Stewart moment happened in um. Uh, Family Guy, when yeah. he got the uh, Peter got the voice transplant <laughs> with uh, Patrick Stewart, and it's basically uh, Peter talking. About, I was like, so, uh, "Sorry about the bathroom, Lois. My post-sex pee streams forked in half, and it got all over the place." Oh <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh man! Because oh. yeah, Patrick Stewart is a madman. Yeah, and he is, and it's he's glorious. Yeah. What if the social club added Blackjack and Bender? Because <laughs> he started his own club, but he traveled, traveled back in time to do it. He did do well, the nasty and the pasty. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does have time travel abilities. Zero one zero zero one zero 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 one zero zero two. Did they ever um, close that up? No. They just don't no. use it again. No. But it's still there. <laughs> oh man! Or did he get that power from something? I don't. I don't remember. It was a so, tattoo. I do yeah. want to point out that uh, the plot of this movie, I have seen before, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it was taken from this movie. Uh, we loaned you guys Firefly. I don't know if you had a yep. chance to watch it yet. Mm-hmm. The episode Heart of Gold. Mm-hmm. There is an episode. Uh, it's late. It's later in the. I don't want to call it later in the series because it only lasted 13 episodes, but the the episode Heart of Gold has the crew defending a brothel, base, a brothel out in the middle of nowhere space from, from a bunch of, like, basically space bandits. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah. yeah. It's the other, it's the other place I saw, I've heard the name Rance, uh, oh. referring to last week. So. Oh. Dang. Right. Would they ever make a a harem anime that's actually set in a brothel in the Old West? I don't know. That's a good hmm. question. That's a really that's a really good one. Huh? Yeah. I'd watch it. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so folks, uh, we don't have a, a uh, theme set up for August yet, but I can tell you one of the movies will be Fast Times at Richmond High. Please. And we will have actually star, one of the stars of the movie, Kelly Maroney. Nice. Um, on the on the show as well, um, Kelly Maroney we all know. So, um, plus I will probably hopefully have her uh, do a few things, but I'll tell that story off mic. 
So this concludes Jimmy Stewart month, and you know we look at definitely General Brigadier James Maitland Stewart, uh, who is has just a fascinating story and a fascinating life, and uh, and everything that he's done. Uh, taken, you know, I'd say he's taken too far away from us, but he died at eighty nine, so it's not really that bad. Mm. Yeah, I was uh, surprised. Like he was around in the nineties. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, he, he yeah but pretty, pretty much just kind of like just done. And, you know, everybody stopped in 1991, but he, he really just kind of stopped doing everything in the 80s and just said he's done with it. But, you know, once, once his wife Gloria died, he really didn't uh, do much more than that. Um, it's a sad part of it, but we don't end up sadness, though. But it is definitely somebody who's uh, celebrated, who's had, you know, over 80 movies. Uh, there is the Jimmy Stewart Foundation, uh, sorry, Jimmy Stewart Museum. That's, uh, you can find that at jimmy.org. There's so much to look at, so many things, and we just, it's a small museum across the street from where his dad had the hardware shop from where, uh, when he was growing up. So we want to go ahead and thank everybody. Go check out the Jimmy Stewart Museum. It's small humble, but we're going to go there too, so we're doing that soon, hopefully. So be good, take care of yourself, but don't be too good.